Hello and welcome to the 28th episode of the second ever season of the Plebs on Footy podcast. I am your host, Rory O'Kane, and as always, I'm joined by Scott Featheringham. Hello, Banjo. It's a bit of a depressed pod, this one. We were determined we were going to do a pod off straight after the grand final, but I think we decided we were li- just a little bit salty. We were quite grumpy uh, when our, pro- our uh, once and occasional producer, James, walked back <laughs> in, uh, came back into the house. Yeah. He got uh, abused about... The worst premiership of all time, pretty much. Um, for once, I was not the chief instigator of that. You were pretty brutal on ah, it. We were all brutal. I sat by... I was like, I was just like, you're having too big a guy. I can't even, There's nothing for me to do here. You've uh, <laughs> run along, young Padawan. Take the lead. We were, we were watching the game in a house in Richmond, and it was like the most bitter household ever. No one wanted Richmond to win. And as soon as you'd get, like, a few metres radius outside of the house, just everyone would have been so happy. Oh, absolutely. I think all of the miserable people watching that grand final were concentrated within this one house. And it, was, the, it was actually the only, pretty brutal. The only non... The only person that was supporting Richmond in your in the house was your girlfriend. And I, I think she wasn't too impressed with that. <laughs> she, she wasn't super happy with how bloody grumpy the house was. But I did explain to her... That that's what footy's about. Like, oh, absolutely. We're, we're, like I enjoy being grumpy. I thought it was really funny us all just being bloody miserable on the day. And then I did enjoy some celebrations that night. So So you got over it pretty quickly. Yeah, I mean, like there are some positives of Richmond winning. I mean the the Jack Rewalt killers thing. Oh my god, that was good. Like that's act, that should go down Let, in like let's footy say history. Worst premiers. Pretty good on the celebrations. Very Dale. good on the celebrations. Very good on the celebrations. I'm a big fan of uh, Brandon Ellis's Mad Monday costume. Of course you are. It's funny. It relates to North Melbourne. Of course it does. Everything are you going to explain like. what it was? Yeah, he came as uh, Dustin Martin in North Melbourne gear. It was pretty funny. Yeah, okay. it was well executed. Uh, People I, I like it outside that. of me, Scott. Yeah. Um, also, Wiley Buzzer came as Ben Brown to the Geelong one. We're just everybody's favourite team to dress up as. <laughs> uh, we also, I also had it down to Swan Street afterwards, I must say. How um, was that? Pretty unbelievable. <laughs> it was I'm crazy. surprised you didn't come back with the dusty. You've just kept the lesbian haircut. All right. <laughs> um, I would say it was the closest thing to anarchy you'll ever see. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah, the capsicum spray was brought out. There was uh, the yeah, well, I, didn't, I didn't get that far. But. It wasn't St Gildas. So I know dwarves were burnt, but uh, it's pretty pretty hectic from what no, I heard. It was, yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was, it was cool to be there. I say. I'll definitely remember that. I think, and I think like. People talking about the best moments in the grand final. Mm. I won't remember too many of them. I will definitely remember Jack Reynolds <laughs> singing the Killers. That's the most memorable that thing is of the day. Winning a grand final, a lot of people's dreams. Doing with Jack Reynolds, a lot of people's dreams as well. <laughs> you just think when he was standing there and he's like holding up his mm. premiership medal and belting out Mr. Brightside, he must he just must have been going through his head, this is the best moment of my life. Oh well, you're never unhappy when you Belt out Mr. Brightside. He would have been a little drunk as well, sure so that always been. adds to it. And he's just won a flag. It, you can't get much better than that. It's a pretty His good life moment. is only downhill from now on. Anyway, Hopefully, I don't want them to win another flag. <laughs> anyways, there's enough discussion on the, the celebrations, which is definitely the best part out of the day. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll move on to actually talking some footy. So, obviously. I know, Josh Williams came third in the grand final sprint. I was okay with that. He beat Jaden. That was disappointing. Like, I thought Jaden had it in the bag. He beat him by like a bee's dick. That was close. I didn't realise he'd beaten Jaden Hunt until they showed the ring. He had a really bad start, Jaden. Um I had this I did have this weird feel. At half time I still thought 
there was a pretty strong chance Adelaide were going to come out hard and come back. Yeah. I actually weirdly did have a feeling when Richmond won the grand final sprint. There was a bit of... They were... It's, it's going to happen, isn't it? They were it? winning too many things. Everything it's was just, going right. It was weird. It just... Oh, nothing went wrong for them this year. They had one injury by the end of the year. It's just phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They've done anyway, the dogs in gonna, their luck. It's good on them. We're going to do everyone's favourite segment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold, yeah, jacket, gold, gold jacket, jacket, green jacket. Um, so, um, it's pretty, pretty easy one. It's like when Essendon were playing a team last year. You know who's going to win. But I've just got to, I've just got to explain the segment just quickly, quickly for the people who uh, all of the new listeners have decided to tune in for the grand final pod. Uh, the title derives from one Gilmore gold jacket, green jacket. Who gives a shit? And we uh, pick the most meaningless game of the round. So, so this, of course, this time uh, Richmond defeated Adelaide by 48, po- 48 points. Out of those teams, we say. I actually got to congratulate you on that one. That was pretty well done. <laughs> Taking the moment to explain the segment to everybody. You know, if we, we lose listeners, we don't gain them. <laughs> I like I like how you're still enthusiastic to the very end. I, I'm I'm pretty happy to have a go at this game. I mean, you know, I can't say it was the best game of footy I've ever seen. No, let's talk. Let's be honest for a second. Shit, final series. Terrible final series. There was one close Needs game. To That's go, sad. Needs, and look. I, it was probably karma. It's the best finish you're ever going to see. You can't script a better finish, and so we didn't get another good one. I had this weird... Normally, you get one really good prelim, and I was expecting mm. that out of the Richmond GWS one. We didn't yeah, get same. it. And then there was a bit of, maybe we'll get a good grand final to make up for it, but no. The other disappointing thing is, all of the Richmond games were like exactly the same. Like yeah. it, it felt like... It was kind of Tight somewhat on Richmond's terms, but it was kind of a bit of a tussle, and then just in... An instant, the game just mm. broke open, and then Richmond just just destroyed. I guess Geelong held on for a quarter longer than the others, but that's about it. Yeah, um, they, they also lost by the most. Richmond did, and they did the exact same thing to all the teams, which is mm. weird. Like, I mean, we've all talked about the pressure around the ball, but the way that they set up defensively is awesome. Which I talked a lot about that after the Geelong game. It was exactly the same against Adelaide. Yeah, Adelaide last week we said. It is astonishing how easily they use the corridor and how they always have space Couldn't in the corridor. Couldn't get anywhere near it. I, I can't think of one situation where they mm. actually moved and the ball And even other the games corridor. where Adelaide's been beaten, they still had times where they broke through the corridor and you went, oh shit, being 10 goals up isn't enough. Not once did they look like getting the ball out the back, except a bit that Charlie Cameron early, but he yeah, couldn't hold the... on to the ball. Um, yeah, that, wait, was that the one where he kicked it into, I think it was Knight, and he fumbled it? Yeah, but there was yeah, a few they, where Charlie Cameron looked like he was going to get it over the back, but couldn't break away from it, uh, who was ever... It looked, like, it looked like Cameron was going to break the game open for a little bit in the first half, and I was kind of waiting for it, and it just, it just never quite happened for him. Mm. Um, Is there a silver lining for you that Betts was awful? No, nah, so I wanted Eddie to do well. I okay, like, okay. I really wanted Eddie to win. You went all in in the Richmond hate. The, 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 the silver that. lining is, I reckon Jake Lever was the perfect performance. It was a 5 out of 10, which is enough that we're not going to start worrying that he's no good or will struggle on the big stage. But it's not enough for his he currency to rise. He intercept possessions or something. He's not bad. How many did he get? <laughs> he had more than Rance. He had like 9.5. Rance had 9.4. I, I don't think his trade value is going to go up based on the game. No. So I reckon it was a, it was a perfect performance for him helping support us. So, perfect day, really. <laughs> I think he would have been a bit bummed not to leave with the Premiership medallion, but, uh, oh well. I saw uh, 
Brett Burton, their list manager, cracked their shits in on the radio they, saying... They're pretty salty, aren't they? They're very salty. Which is weird. Well, they've lost every good player they get. Look, like, there's talk of Rory Sloan leaving now. It's not going to happen, but there's talk of it because everyone just expects Adelaide's good players to leave. <laughs> the kid wants wants to go home. They, like, generally, you say... Oh, that okay. was the thing. Brett Burton goes, no, nah, it's a financial yeah, decision. Yeah, I know he said that, but I'm not I'm not. Who gives that. a shit? That just means you're not paying him properly and didn't offer him enough money. That's your fault. And, and I think he wanted to go home, and then once he started seeing the market, then people offered him a lot of money. Like, I, I don't think it was just a running for money thing. They're just, they're really salty. Yeah, well, they've had a pretty shit week. I suppose so. Maybe he's they, maybe like he's they just had still a grumpy. massive choke. Apparently, Tex Walker had uh, bought the an extra seat next to himself on the plane so he could uh, take the Premiership Cup back with him. Actually, it was in the paper. <laughs> oh no! How bad was the Texan? He was super super. There's been a little bit of uh, apologists coming out saying he's been playing hurt the last few and weeks, but he was toe, soft. Wasn't it? He, like there, there were t- there were five or six occasions where he felt like he could have a contest, like he a key forward and a captain there. should. And it and wasn't he didn't get there because he couldn't get there. He didn't get there because he pulled out. He uh, went arms instead of body at the ball, and yeah. not in a strong way where you lead a knee and you really impact the contest. He was just soft about it. He, he played a yeah, he played a really soft game. Um, if he, he kicked that goal in the third quarter, which I was hoping would be the thing mm. that would spark them, I reckon if he missed that shot on goal, we'd be talking about it as one of the worst sort of. In the end, he kicked two goals, and it's like, yeah, he wasn't that bad then. But they were junk time goals; they didn't mean anything, and he was soft when it mattered. And he went for that banana fifty out of the boundary in the first oh. quarter, which at the time I'm like, oh, I hope he goes for it for a bit of excitement. Yeah. And he was like, holy shit, he actually went for it. Yeah, it was like, that was terrible. There were like three people wide open in the corridor. Yeah, Adelaide early looked like they were on top, and I feel like one or two more goals, and it's a completely different outcome. It's weird, it's like w- break the game open, but they just Richmond held on and then overwhelmed them in the end. It, it wasn't like they didn't turn up at all, Adelaide. That, that was a weird thing about it. from the start. It was a kind of the opposite contest. of the. Uh, <laughs> Kind of the opposite of the first time where Richmond jumped out of the blocks yeah. and then got smoked. Yeah, run I mean, over the Adelaide, look, they didn't jump out of the blocks. They kicked no. too early, and then it was it was a pretty tight contest for a quarter and a half. When they kicked the first two, I was jumping off my seat, yeah. singing Hallelujah. There was a but, weird change in mood. Like at halftime, we were mm. all a little bit, oh, this could be a game, and I reckon within. 30 seconds of the second half starting, we were like, oh, oh crap. Yeah. Like, they just came out so much harder, Richmond. And Adelaide just didn't have it. I didn't think Richmond would be the one with the extra gear, but they just, the last three finals have turned it on, turned it on, turned it on, and just worked teams over. It's, it's impressive. They they did it throughout the final series. I, I, I still think, I don't think they're going to be a great team next year. I know. I mean, you saying have they, a bet. Yeah, saying they won't make the A, which is my bet with Whitey. It's that that it's. I should that's have asked for nice odds. That's that's it is a little bit salty. I know that, but I'd be pretty confident say they're not going to be top four. I just they do not have a top. Yeah, four I've got this. the same. Bet. I've got the bet they won't be top six. Yeah, and that I'm, that'd be a better sort of. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm happy with that. They're going to have a tough draw. They'll get somebody injured. They're not going to have the hunger. Someone's going to sleep with too many people, and it'll come out in the paper at the end of the year, and they'll get traded. <laughs> okay, I guess see where you're going. Um, I, I, I you think... looked a little bemused for a while. I was a bit worried. Yeah, I took a little while for that to sink in. Um, I think that they have a, le- a less talented list than the doggies do. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm pretty confident on that. They, they have the best player in the competition. We can't deny that at the moment. Yeah. Cochin is very good. I don't think he's any better than that. Rance I is a star. The thing is, though, they're probably more structurally sound than the Bulldogs, which might help them. Yeah. Like, I haven't thought about it this in this way before, but the Dogs have, like, gaping holes defensively in tall defenders. Richmond yeah. are as solid as you could possibly be there. They've got... Begrudgingly, probably one of the greatest defenders of all time, mm-hmm. and a couple of very good ones back in yeah. the day. Yeah, they're a really good defensive side. Something which I, I should have been asking for an apology from you for a long time. We had a long discussion last year, and I said I think Damien Hardwick's a good coach. Who was right? My, I maintain I was more critical of him, his coaching performance at the time. I, and everybody's, everybody knows he turned it around, completely changed his side, sacked all his assistant coaches, which is, I think, a, a tradesman blaming their tools and not taking responsibility <laughs> for himself. I think he took but, a lot of responsibility <laughs> for himself if you hear him talk. And then now he's, he's, uh, he's ridden off the back of others' work to a premiership. It's nothing but, to do with him. But my big thing with him was the fact that I'd seen them change the way they played about three times. And, yeah, and often that would make them a better side. And then he stuffed up once. Mm. He recently, he, he stuffed up last year. Yeah. And then he's done it again. And I guess the thing is, he did win a, a premiership with Justin Lepich on his stuff, so... That's that, pretty impressive. That's, that's extremely impressive. <laughs> that, that's probably the best thing that he did. <laughs> no, he, he, they're a very well-coached team, but they just don't have the depth of talent. And I reckon without that fierce, crazy hunger they had in the final series, which is similar to the hunger that the Dogs had last mm. year, I can see them going on a similar ride. I can imagine that happening. Yeah, although they're uh, in Dusty's best and fairest speech, he says, I can't possibly go any harder on this off-season than I normally do, so uh, you're not <laughs> going to get a hangover from him, apparently. He says that. <laughs> Who knows what the hell he's going to be doing that bloke. I want him to come back with a different haircut, though. I want him to go even more out there. It's, he's, uh, he's got an iconic haircut. I want him to lift his game. Nah, stick with the icon. Stick with the icon? The amount of people who bloody <laughs> shave their head to make them look like him, you can't. I just want to see some variety from him. A bit of addition to his game. You're a strange one, Badger. You're a strange one, that's Look. for sure. Yeah, I like what I like. But anyway, uh, enough, you got any more thoughts on the game? talking about that rubbish game of footy. Yeah, game. I'm pretty sick of it. Yeah. Can't believe Richmond won. Disappointing game, disappointing In all result. honesty, I could never have fathomed Richmond winning the flag. Oh, it's... Looking into the season, never once crossed my mind. It's, it's a weird, weird world. We're in at the moment. I, 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 ne- I thought the apocalypse was coming when the Dogs won the flag and Leicester won the Premier League. This is almost weirder. I wouldn't say it's weirder than Leicester. No, not weirder than Leicester. <laughs> that it might be weirder than the Dogs. But, yeah, that, that actually is, like, a very interesting debate to have. What was a more impressive, like, crazy performance? I mean, the Dogs did it from seventh. That's, yeah. what, that's what they have, which had never been but done But they before. had played finals the year before. Richmond came from 15th or 13th or wherever they came from. They were woeful. Yeah, they were terrible the year before. The Dogs, historically, had a, like, had a history of, you know, a mediocre level of success. They made a lot of prelims. Yeah. Richmond didn't get anywhere near the Holy Grail for 37 years. Yeah. But it's, it is an interesting like, one. I, I don't know what's a... I, look, in some ways, I think Richmond's more impressive because I, I do think Richmond had a, a lesser group of players. But the season was not as... I think this was a poor standard of football overall the season. They beat... We were talking not long ago. We said Adelaide would be a very worthy Premier. They are a good side. Yeah. And they flogged it. Yeah, but I, was, I think I was, you know, wanting that to be the case more than... 
Adelaide won 15 games. But in the, they, two finals before this, was they were crazy impressive. North Melbourne came eighth one year, winning 14 games. They did, like, it's not... Like, they, they're not a particularly good side. Just looking at their performance. It was an even year, but I don't think it was an even year because everyone was good. It was even year because nobody was good. I, I think we're saying this with a bit of hindsight now, based also, on the fact I that... Also, I resent that Richmond won. Yes, exactly. We're trying to be extra <laughs> bitter about it, which, which I enjoy. But Grant Thomas was right, and that's all I've got to say on the matter. He, he did. He nailed it. People <laughs> are very critical of that. He nailed it. 100% right. They are the worst group of players to want a premiership. Um, At least in Bloody good on them for doing so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know the history of the game well enough to really... Yeah, in recent it, times. Yeah. It's the way you remember. Yeah. And look, there's extra factors. The income of Gold Coast and GWS means that teams haven't been able to build into <laughs> how's, how's your book going, by the way? <laughs> That's what your book was meant to be on. It was, it was. <laughs> look, I'm right. <laughs> I'm right. That point is right. Hawthorne, worst dynasty because they've lived We're in a We're right. You book, here. mate. And then you'll make lots of money if your points are up. That's not how the world works. <laughs> you are shocking. I'm right. right. Admit I'm right. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> do you want to do top five? Oh, yeah. We do have a top five. Don't we? Yeah, yeah. We, we have a bumper top five. For the first time ever, we have two different top fives in one segment. We're quite happy about this. We thought of this as a gag a while ago and thought we'd never do it. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, so first off the top, do you want to go first or should I go first? Um, to, well, explain, explain this first. Okay, well, so what we're doing, we're doing two top fives. We're doing uh, top five Rory's and top five Scots. Because we did come across the fact that there were five Rory's in the competition and five Scots in the Which I find amazing. My name feels like not many people have it, and yours feels like a common, normal person name, and there's the exact same amount of people. How, how much are yours from Adelaide? Three of them. 60% of the Rory's in the league play for Adelaide. Yeah, well, I have a bit more variation in my Scott. Hey, you've got an Adelaide Scott as well. I do, I do. Uh, ben, why don't you... You're, you're, only, you're going to be down to four next year, probably. Yeah, well, I haven't well, looked at the draftees, but you're not yeah, looking I'll, good. Hopefully another Scott comes in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, who's staying? Oh, you can say. You're start? Okay, well, speech. I have a couple of honourable mentions. <laughs> uh, Chris Scott and Brad Scott. This is ridiculous. First names only, Scott. Well, that, that's why the honourable mention. bastardise the spirit of this sacred segment. <laughs> they didn't This hallowed segment. They didn't quite fit the criteria. They're not players. Firstly, they're not players. The right name. <laughs> and secondly, that's their surname. But I, I, I thought they were nearly there. And look, I wouldn't have put Brad in because he's no good. We know that. But I might have snuck Chris in there. If, if we were a little bit kinder with our segment parameters. But they're honourable mention. Absolutely not. <laughs> The Scott brothers are in there. Can't believe you did that. Anyway, so my number five is uh, Scott Thompson from North Melbourne. The North Melbourne variety. This is the worst possible call. This man is an All-Australian. I know who the other... Was he an All-Australian? 2013. that actually happen? 2013. James Frawley was an All-Australian. Anybody can be an All-Australian. He's better Mark Jamar was an All-Australian. That's a fair argument. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that doesn't, that doesn't help you because you're now trying to say Scott Thompson's no good. He, he just led the league in like intercept marks yeah. or something that year. Mate, he's an honest, he's an honest battler. Gave Buddy and a I've got pansy. some great Scots he to was, come. He was <laughs> great Scott. Hey, well done. <laughs> anyway, what's your five? I <laughs> know. Oh, I think we go all through in the one. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be point. slightly confusing. Number four the other is clearly a better Scott than Scott Thompson. You, you should go jump off a bridge. <laughs> Scott Lysette. He's an absolute he star. He one game this year. He was injured, mate. He had, he had a good year last year. The best year. ability is availability, Scott. 
if you can't get on the park, what you say? All right. You Scott can... Thompson was better than Nick Nanui on that basis. They were talking about what they're like as a player across the course of their career. That's just not what the guidelines are. It it's, is. it's who are the best five Scots now. And you, we, we love Ruckman. I had to put a Ruckman in there. Scotty Lysette, he's a the star. Much better it. than Scott Thompson. <laughs> The normal one. <laughs> I'm going uh, next. Num- number three. Yeah, this player improved a lot this year in my, my standings. Uh, Scott Selwood. Also not as good as Scott Thompson. Oh, he's better than Scott Thompson. He's he serious? had a really good year this year, mate. He did a bit of testing. So did Scott Thompson. He was really important to Geelong this year. They, they needed a bit of hardness and That's a bit of consistency, fine. accountability. And Scott Thompson was excellent this year and has been in All-Australian, which I will say over and over was again. Was excellent this year? Yes, he, he was excellent. last, mate. He couldn't have been that excellent. We had, like, 13 <laughs> players out on the park by the end of the Pretty year. Pretty sure Gary Allen brought a brown line when his team finished fourth last. But anyway, <laughs> just to destroy my own argument. No, Scott Selwood's a good player. All right? I'm happy with him as a number yeah, three. And, and uh, I like my Scott Scots. Thompson's a very good player. I'm not letting you have this, Scott. You're wrong. I'm continuing to build a strong midfield. My number two is Scott Thompson of the Adelaide variety. 300 gamer. He is, he is a star. Yeah, it's about their current performance. Scotty played one no, game. No, it's not. Why are we making about his current 14 performance? touches. That's not fair. Why? No, isn't it fair? This way, if Scott Thompson from North gets to second, and those are the criteria I like. We can't not give any credit to Scotty Thompson. He's been an absolute star. If you Look, get him based now, he's one of the worst players in the He's not even in the league anymore. He's retired. <laughs> no, no, no. This <laughs> season only just finished. He's allowed in there, right? He's been a star. I can't believe you. 300 game. He used to play for the D's. I love Scotty Thompson. And look, number one, it was a tricky one. <laughs> I think number one's pretty clear. Scotty Pendlebury. Yeah, I might even hey, concede this one. He's, <laughs> he's been he's all right Australian a few times as he's well. He's one, one of the better midfielders in the competition. And, uh, he's an absolute Absolute star. class. Exactly right. So right. it's a good-looking Scott list. We've got a Ruckman in there, three on ballers, a key defender who's not great, but you know, it's nice to have there, and a couple of good coaches as well. I just realised you have the exact same breakdown as Rory's do. <laughs> we could have a really good argument of who's the better team. Okay, so my top five. <laughs> so I'm going to kick us off, and of course it's going to be an Adelaide player. I don't have any honourable mentions because there aren't any coaches or anyone hanging around the league called Rory. But uh, R. Atkins is number five for me. And he's pretty good. He's all right. I he's do, I do like him. He averaged like Atkins. 20 touches a game and a few goal assists. <laughs> I, I, I do like I like the bloke. Yeah. Remember the, the Dane Swan on the, on the footage? I show don't remember it, but I've heard you tell this story a thousand times, so I know it. <laughs> it is funny. They were asking him uh, who was... I think it was in a final saying who's going to be the most important player on the ground. And he didn't know like any of the players were, so he just looked down on his sheet. He's like, um, R. Atkins, I reckon he'll go all right. So I've always liked debut Atkins. game or something? Yeah, he played. Like, no one knew any, any idea who R. Atkins was. And he's actually become a decent player, but you know, compare him to Scott Thompson. you probably win out on that one. <laughs> uh, next up, I'm going Rory Thompson. Uh, I just like a key defender. He's probably boosted a bit. I kind of regret the order I've done this in already. I probably should be number five. But anyway, I'm moving forward. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, de- I definitely think you'd have that. Let's, do, let's there, do a but... switcheroo. So Rory Thompson's number five. How do you think he compares to your Scott Thompson? Significantly inferior. <laughs> All right, I'll take the point in, this, in the Scott team. Um, Okay, he's, he's a pretty good key defender. Someone's going to pick him up this year, I think. He's getting they're getting rid of him on the Gold Coast. He had a couple of years there. He looked looking like, like he could be very yeah, good. Yeah, he looked like he had a lot of potential as a kid, but he sort of had a lot of injuries and never really gone on with it. Yeah. He is hoping. He could, yeah, he, he could I'm, pick oh, up. I'm always pro Rory's in the competition. Yeah, exactly. Next up. New, another Adelaide one? Number three. No, not another Adelaide, Adelaide one. Here's my Ruckman. 
Rory Lobb, and he is going to be a ruckman from now on. They're getting rid of Mumford, so he's a full-time ruckman. Yeah, and he did ruck all right. He's actually so like long that he gets so much higher than everybody else. Yeah, he's he, got, he could like, be a good, good ruckman. Hit outs. He doesn't compare to Scotty Lysett, but <laughs> he could be a good ruckman. God, you're a shit can. He rucked all right in those finals. And... He, he pants Nankovitz, who we yeah. all know is an elite ruckman as of round five. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, next up, number two, and this is where I separate myself. Rory Laird. He's so much better than your crappy yeah. Scott Thompson. Oh, I mean, <laughs> Scott Thompson did it across 15 years. I mean, yeah, but like a few of them for Melbourne, so they don't count. We definitely need to figure out what our criteria is. Whether the it's criteria cu- if it's current, is current. You just screw me. If it's across career, I don't think I win. No, you're screwed because it's current. No, no, no. Yeah, Rory led absolute jet of the competition. Probably one of the top two or three halfbacks, if not number one. He runs so hard off the line. He's a great kick, and he sets up so much of what Adelaide do. And they're known for bringing the ball off halfback just in an elite fashion, and he's such a big player. He is very, very important to him. Also All-Australian. Yeah, and a rookie pick as well. No, yeah, well, one one of their... Oh, no, no, it's Sydney who have shitloads of rookie rookie picks. Yeah, their entire defence is rookie. Although Adelaide haven't had any top ten picks, that's the thing. Yeah, was something incredibly... What pick was Dangerfield? Was he 10 or 15? Based on what everyone's been saying, I think he might have been out of the 10. <laughs> so I'm going to say 15, but I don't know. No, he was like 17. So for some reason, 12 rings a bell for danger, but that could, I don't know. It doesn't ring a bell at all for me, oh, so I'm going to contest enough. that. And <laughs> my research. number one, the god himself, Rory Sloan. Absolute superstar. Ahead of Pendlebury he's on current form. He's not ahead of Pendlebury. I love Are you Rory serious? Sloan. I'm a massive You wouldn't fan take Rory Sloan, Sloan over Pendlebury at this point? No. Really? No, Scott Pendlebury is one of the better midfielders has been for the last five or ten years. Scott Pendlebury yeah, is abs- on the way. You don't rate Pendles as highly as you should. No, he never makes a mistake. He's he's the he's the sexiest footballer in the comp. I've, I've said this not, before. He's not even the sexiest footballer in his team. And Rory, like people got around Sloan so much in the first five or ten rounds, which I loved. But he, he did drop off. So a lot. dominant. It's phenomenal. He dropped off a lot. Not that much. He dropped off a lot, man. No, he's excellent. He is a genuine superstar of the competition. He's okay, let, let's try to figure out who won here. Okay. Ruckman, Lysette versus Rory Long. I think I win by... But if we're, talking about, the... if we're talking about Ruckman... He still loses. He can't play. And he's fine, fine. One point I, to you. No, I deserve like five points for this. You get he's one so point. We're just better. doing the one point system. You get one point. You gave me Scott Thompson ahead of Rory Thompson. So yeah, that's fair. So we're back. We're back even. Uh, Scott Selwood versus who did you have? It? Who was your other midfielder? Uh, R. Atkins. R. Atkins. I win on that one. Scott Selwood's better than R. Atkins. Oh, he is. Oh, I get a point there. Get half a point. <laughs> And then, um, I reckon Pendles beat Sloan. No, he doesn't. He just yeah, doesn't. Probably three one up. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And Rory, I get like five points for how much uh, Laird beats Scott Thompson now. Scott Thompson's a 300 game superstar. He's not a football player anymore. He retired. <laughs> That's not the criteria. Yes, it's across is. their career. No, you can't decide this unilaterally. I decide <laughs> unilaterally. It's my segment. You get your bullshit gold jacket. It's jacket. not your segment. It's our segment. It's my segment. I brought it to the table and you conceded that it was a good segment. I may have copied it from just about every other TV show known to man, but it's my segment. All right, let's ask our listeners 
aka Poochie, to send in who he thinks wins. The team of Scots... could actually be a good fan engagement <laughs> section. We can do a post. Who's, <laughs> got, who's better, the Scots or the Rurys? Um, keep in mind, I also have two coaches. Two head coaches. Yeah, exactly. They're going to clash. They're going to overrule each other. They're twins. They fight all the they time. Work. They don't know they how know to work. They know each other's brains. No, 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 no. Together, Whereas mate. mine, it's a clear plan. Rory Lobb leads the way. Sees over everything. Dictates the field of play. We are direct. We you to convoluted. You don't have any coaches. <laughs> I bet you won't find a Rory coaching like that. All right, Tasmanian State League. This is enough of a stupid argument about top five Scots and top five Rorys. Uh, we got we got some questions. We do have some questions, and if you stall a bit, I'll bring them up. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. You need to stall. All right, who do we have the questions from? They're all from the, from the pooch man. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's been he'd be up and about upsettingly. Yeah, he sent me about. 13 in the middle of the night. So. <laughs> what, in the middle of Saturday night? No, I lie, I lie. He sent me them in uh, actually reasonably early periods of time. He must have been too hungover. It was 11.30 and he was up and sending me questions. Good on him. He was probably at work, so so I guess he's just bludging. Yeah, anyway, first up, right. will the plebs retrospectively adjust their captain's ratings after the grand final with Texas' poor performance and poor post-game speech? Speech is fine, I don't give a shit. I could the not performance, give... yes. <laughs> I, I could not give a toss about the speech. That's like, a speech I would have given. I would have been so salty, I would have been pissed off, and I wouldn't have wanted yeah. to be there. I would have said three things and gone off. If I if I was an Adelaide supporter, I'd be like, it's good that to is the most human thing. Like, I couldn't give a toss. That is yeah. the most human thing he's ever done. And he's not a particularly like robotic person, so that says a lot. But the game, yeah, it was shit. <laughs> he was shit. I don't, think that, I don't think that means he's no longer... Well, no, but he is like... When you think back about it, he's done it a few times. Did I have him as number one? <laughs> I don't remember. Probably. We've never written these down. <laughs> so would might jump in. We've now. burnt all know. our records. Um, he's he's still a better captain than Cochin. I'm I think we that. have to give Cochin some credit. Oh, I will give him a lot of credit. Good on him. And he, he, he was he was terrific. This final series, he was terrific in the sense that. He stood up as a leader should in that he was tough at the contest, he was tough in the big moments, and he really lifted the team around. So it was a very, very much a captain's performance. With the way the game's played, I'm leaning towards thinking you're just better off having a midfielder as your captain because they can consistently impact the contest. Key forwards aren't utilised enough to really be able to rely on them anymore. I, I don't know. I think if you want an inspirational captain, you kind of have to look to... Midfield is a lot more. Tex does do. have a presence, though. He you does, can feel that everyone just feeds off him. But Cochin does. That's probably why they had such a bad yeah. grand final. Cochin throws his body around and can do that consistently. And look, he should have got suspended, so, you know, caveat. But, like. Definitely should have. He, <laughs> he, he can impact the contest regularly, lift his teammates, and they can see him putting in effort. Whereas Tex, he's can. If the ball's in the defensive 50, it can be sort of useless and doesn't really impact. So you're saying Koch jumps the Texan in the captain's stakes? Yeah, happy to say by that? default. Nah, I still have the Texan ahead of him. And I think we, we'd start to think and now like, Koch and May prob- could potentially sneak into that top five. Now. And look, Koch's Conchin worst performance in a final is still significantly worse than Texas. <laughs> yeah, against North, of Yeah, course. he had nine touches and it was one of the greatest days yes. of my life. But he's been he's turned his form around, he's been emblematic of Richmond's turnaround. Dusty was good last year, regardless of the rest of the team. Yeah. But Cochin has really stood up and 
been a large part of the turnaround. Yeah, you've got to give him a lot of credit. You do. But this really I'm not, I'm not jumping off the text in there. Moving on because I don't want to talk positively about Richmond yeah, anymore. Exactly. Grant Thomas labelled this team the worst team to want a flag. Was this game proof of the old adage a champion, champion team be, will beat a team of champions? What a lame question. Um, first, he didn't say the worst team to win a flag. He said the worst group of players to win a flag. And that, I, I, like, I'm very confident, at least in my time, I'm very, very happy to it, say that it's, word. It's a good nit you've picked there. I do, in, I, I agree. The talent-wise, yeah, the dogs I wrestle with, I'd need to think about more. But there's, I, you know, I, I'd put, I'd put the dogs ahead of them. Um, and it, yes, it was meant as a compliment, and it was like that. That's unbelievable that you can mm. be not that talented and you can win a flag. Brilliant you know, by the coaches, brilliant by the players. Up until, up until yesterday, I would have said. Adelaide were a champion team more than a cha- team of champions with the way they played. Yeah, I think I, I, I a few people at, said that after their first final against. It's Jedi like Rocks. I don't look at them and say they're yeah. chock full of superstars. Like their midfield, we've questioned the entire time. Who else is good but Rory Sloan? Yeah. The Crouch has stood up in the last half of the season, and Matt Crouch was incredible on grand final day. Probably was the best player on the ground. He was unbelievable. He was so clean, and he was reasonably penetrating with his kicking, which is just not a bow I thought he had. He was the string the only, he had in he, his boat. He was he was the only person in the Adelaide team who had consistent composure against. Football. Yeah, he looked like he had time. time. Yeah, um, but yeah, that's where I think it falls down more than yeah. Richmond. Really, clearly were a, just a well-oiled machine, but Adelaide were Adelaide were for the year as well. They're they're, yeah, Richmond, they're players of you know. Richmond sure. just applied enough pressure for it to break down. Bringing the analogy to a full circle. Yep, <laughs> this is the worst one though. With Richmond winning all their finals by at least six goals, 51 points, 36 points, and 48 points, and conceding on average less than 10 goals a game, 40 points, 67 points, 60. The average checks out. He's done his maths. Was this one of the most dominant final series of all time? No, shut up, Kurt. Yeah, this stems from our stupid (laughs) comments saying Adelaide, if they won convincingly, would Your stupid comments. Yeah, I take full responsibility. (laughs) I was wrong. I refused to... I refuse to indulge this question. I don't have any other alternative because I haven't done any homework on this, but I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> if you were gonna if you were gonna say that about Adelaide, if they won this game by 40, 50 points. Yes. Yeah, sh- you have to say about Richmond. I don't have to. I didn't make this comment. No, I, I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> we're not giving you any joy, Poochie. Absolutely not. <laughs> We've got one last one, and we'll wrap it up after this. Uh, so he goes, <laughs> it's his self-titled best question, which you're going to have absolutely no engagement with. Has Richmond successfully <laughs> emulated the NBA trend of small ball, or, and is this sustainable going forward, or will premiership will Richmond have a premiership hangover like the Bulldogs? What are your thoughts on small ball in the NBA, Scott? Is that about having small people? Yes. <laughs> um, I don't know how it works in the NBA. I don't know how effective it was there. It's about increasing your offensive capability, which is not what they did with it. But anyway, yeah, no, I still think they're going to have a hangover. We've brought this up before because I hadn't read the end of the question, didn't steer us away from it, but I can't see them repeating their success. It seems too once in a lifetime. We're really not giving Poochie a lot of joy. No, absolutely not. (laughs) Determined not to. What we should actually talk about, though, because we unbelievably didn't bring him up much at all, did Dustin Martin have one of the greatest seasons of all time? I think you have to say one of. I think 
when people were making that comment after the home and away season and about his brown low, I was very confident to say no. I think mm. I, I, I brought out the staff. Lee Matthews season when he had, I think it was Did six, it win the brown low? Really weird. Yeah. He averaged 20, it was, he averaged 27 and a half disposals and kicked 91 goals for the season. That is ridiculous. That is far better than Dusty. The argument you have with Dusty is the fact that he was the best player in, quite possibly, arguably the best player in all of his finals. And the fact he won the Norm Smith really does put a strong argument forward. So you can make the argument. He won the best player in the finals, the Gary Ayres medal, of which there's only ever been two Won everything but the age competition, which came fourth. And Matt Matt Crouch won. (laughs) Weird, weird. I don't know how the hell that happened. I think they might be blushing about that one. But you got to give him so much credit. Um, wait, did you did you think he deserved the norm? The more I think about it, the more I think he did. I think you had to give it to him. You couldn't not give it. Had yeah. the most touches on for Richmond, kicked two goals, which was one less than their leading goal kicker. Had two other shots. I watched when I looked at the highlights. He assisted directly like four other goals. Yeah, he had a heap of inside fifties. Twenty-one of his disposals were contested. If you reflect on it, yeah. But in the moment, I thought I should have gone to bat. Yeah, I, I, in some ways, you have such stupidly high expectations of Dusty. Mm. In some ways, I felt like it was a slightly disappointing well, game by him. Yeah, but that's because I saw what he did to North Melbourne earlier in the year where he single-handedly tore us a new one. Yeah, And ever since then, I'm like, oh, he's not playing that well. If he doesn't play as good as he played against North Melbourne. Completely unrealistic standard. He <laughs> and, played and, one the, of the, and the Geelong final. Yeah, that was one of the greatest performances you'll ever see and he just had a standard best on ground performance and yeah. I'd, I'd just look at it and go meh I think it's yeah. a credit and a curse if look if I was in charge of Norm Smith I just would have I, I would have been a bit reluctant but I would have said yeah you have to give yeah. him the three yeah and they've got the stats in front of them so they would have known yeah you you would have just looked at it and gone you will be crucified if we don't the basher pulling is it's there and a lot of people have said it but no one really is all that in, all that up in arms about it. Yeah, I'd like. I would have been happy for Basher to win it. He played a bloody interesting. Game. He, I thought he was probably better early when the game. Was yeah, on both the, line. the coaches put him best on ground. Yeah, in the which, is, which is really interesting. Yeah, um, but anyway, that just about wraps us up. Uh, wraps us up forever. No, no, no. Forever. We're coming, we're coming back for a trade pod at the very. We're not least. doing it. I am, a trade I am not pod. ending with Richmond winning a flag and that being the last thing I talk about. I don't. We're not going to. I'm a not trade acknowledging pod. Dustin Munn having one of the greatest seasons of all time as the last topic of our conversation. It's is, just not it's, happening. No, just remember, in the last pod, we did the best top five ever. We did two that's of the what, best top fives ever. That's what don't we take remember that away from me. as the last no, pod. Right? I'm sorry, Scott. I'm dragging you back. I call I call the last one last year the last pot ever, so I don't know, but there is a there is a significant possibility that it will be. Yeah, listeners have faith. <laughs> I'll drag him back. He always comes back, where, even though it's kicking and screaming. I don't even know if you want to do it, but anyway. But yeah, but the thing is, when you don't want to do it, that increases <laughs> yes. the amount I want to do. It. I really want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, we might be calling it off then. Anyway. We will be back for a trade pod at the very least. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us all season. Uh, Yeah, have a good one.